0: It's the week of December 24th, and this is MASHcast number 74. the episode of the Mashings, Buttons, mashcast. I'm Jared. I'm here with senior editor Rob Hill-Williams. Hello, hello. And also here with uh, podcast host and contributor Mikey Kenny. Happy belated whatever holiday you celebrate or if you don't celebrate it, hi. Alright. That
1: covered the bases nice. I like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think Mikey's just trying to say, happy holidays. It's that, that time of year and this is the final mashcast of... For the year two thousand and twelve. Oh, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. It absolutely is. Next Mashcast will be in uh, in the future. It'll be in twenty thirteen, the year that was never supposed to be here. <laughs> so. Congratulations to you all for surviving the
2: stupid apocalypse that never was going to happen anyway. Yes. Congrats.
0: Welcome to the Bruce. age of Aquarius. <laughs> oh God. I've actually already seen like stuff. Now that, you know, the 21st is over, I've seen some new stuff go up, like, oh, welcome to the age of the fifth son. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I have no clue, so.
2: I'm just glad it's over, because now no one. It's the next
1: apocalypse that's not going to happen, because if you just keep saying the apocalypse is going to happen, (laughs) eventually it will, and you can be like, I was right.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's
1: that's how it works. That's how doomsaying works.
2: I thought in religion, though, that no one was supposed to know when the apocalypse happens. So then that way, if they tell me the apocalypse happens, I know I'm safe on that day. That is Absolutely true. <laughs> this is
0: this is correct. That is wonderful logic you have there. Shh, don't use logic with religion. Ah, uh, no, that's it's
2: fucking. You can't do that, right? Is not it like against religion or some shit? Some it's a so
0: it's religion. It depends on religion. Yeah, it depends on your religion. <laughs> but uh, we're not here to talk about religion. This is not sh- the, no, the no, religious past. Be. Yeah, <laughs> um, we are actually gonna kind of go over some. Some of the the things that we saw over the past year, uh, we we don't have a super long list, but we have quite a few things to go over. So let's kind of hop into it. Uh, the first thing that we want to talk about is probably going to be the shortest of the list: is uh, Zynga collapsing.
2: Yeah, didn't that's see that really, coming, did we? It,
0: pretty much.
1: Like this year was Zynga collapsing. This whole year, basically.
2: Yeah. Mm. Um. Any final? No, I don't really get. a I thought you
0: were going to say something prof- no, or, you know, prolific no, because I, I don't nothing. think anybody else has anything to say. Anybody has any final words? Yeah. <laughs> any
2: final word? Rest in peace. No, rest in misery.
0: Fuck it. Yeah, they're, I still- mean, it's Zynga. I- yeah. they're not totally dead. I mean, they're still They're still, nah, kicking, they're still around. Really kicking, but.
1: I mean, like, they've even lost their, their Facebook privileges. Their, well, perks, oh, yeah. not privileges. They they did a new agreement, and apparently they're under the same agreement as everybody else now. So it's like, oh, you know the honeymoon's over now. So
0: yep,
1: it's interesting.
0: Yeah. Like, I, it was almost – well, it was inevitable. I think a lot of people saw, like, you know, all they're doing is they're rehashing the same games over and over. It's the same formula. They're stealing – ideas and they're stealing games and man that Zynga IP man whew, that was a clusterfuck. Just bad all the way around. So Zynga they uh, they're still kicking for now, but I don't know. Somebody will buy that name someday and use it for something.
1: Like yeah, they'll buy that in like Farmville and that'll be that'll be Zynga. Maybe they'll do like a legacy.
2: Maybe yeah. they'll do like a Zynga Museum collection or some crap have a bunch of Zynga games all in one box, like they do with other companies.
0: Who knows? No, <laughs> I don't even think it's gonna go that far. Damn, we'll see, we'll see what happens with Zynga. But sorry, as far as we're concerned, uh, I think, uh, I think we're done. we done. I think over. they're done here. I mean, game fran-
1: man, game over.
0: Frankly, my dear, I just don't give a basically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so moving on from <laughs> the Zynga collapse. Let's uh let's talk about Kickstarter because uh, <laughs> Kickstarter big year for Kickstarter. Mhm. Uh big year for gaming and Kickstarter. It, what, gaming was didn't was not number 1 or was it number 2 because they said it was I think, it, was I think it ended number 2. Yeah, like number 2 like the in terms behind of the arts brothers. or something. Yeah, behind yeah. the arts. But that's so broad compared to gaming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you talk to some people games are the arts. So. <laughs> Jared, be careful about diving into game as art. <laughs> no, no. Hey, I, I, I when, when I played Max Payne 3, games became art to me. <laughs> I'm really sad he that had a moment. Max Payne 3. He
1: had a profound moment.
0: Hey, did you play Max Payne 3?
2: No, I was going to steam sale it when it was on cheap. Exactly.
0: That dialogue, wah, like this, is art. <laughs> 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 I created a symphony of death in that game. That, that is that is art as well. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it okay. was, seriously though, like besides me blowing heads off, like the game itself, like the story, the dialogue, how the story is told, how you move throughout the game, like that is it is very what they did was excellent. So, but Kickstarter, because that's not Max Payne was not kickstarted. No, it wasn't. <laughs> um, Double Fine that that uh, was a double fine adventure? That was the Yeah,
2: one. it was uh, I think it was his promise to make a point and click adventure game, but he needed the money to fund it. He did not get anybody
1: regular to fund it because it was a point and click either.
2: game. Yeah. Point and click. When was the last time we saw a point and click game take off yeah. or get made Missed? by a major publisher?
0: Oh, but that's when Double Fine Adventures what really got the ball rolling cuz once people saw that you can get the support that you need through crowdfunding, everybody was putting up kickstarters. Yep, and
1: they still are, and it's a little much actually at this point. But we have seen some some good things come out of it, and some things that have yet to be determined whether or not they're good. Like yep. we got a massive, you know, funding, even though for a console technically wasn't that much, but that was huge. Also this year, uh, I mean, like there was just a number of video game related things like more than really almost than we have time to talk about I don't know yeah but good year for it
0: yeah so it's a good year for Zynga um, so I think both good and <laughs> It's a
1: bad year for Zynga it was, <for> Kickstarter. <laughs> it was a good year for he's
0: Kickstarter he's just rubbing salt in the wound now it was a good year for Zynga oh I met somebody else it was a good year for someone else <laughs> so it was, it was a, a bad year for Zynga a good year for Kickstarter and um the thing like uh, both good and things happen with that like we saw a lot of games even if they didn't get fully kickstarted, they still got some exposure like um uh, insurgency 2 like that didn't get a full kick uh fully kickstarted, but it's still they're still progressing with development and now i'm very aware that insurgency 2 is gonna is, is happening but then you also had some some bad uh some bad uh things happen like there's a couple games that got fully kickstarted started or got fully funded but then they, uh, they never finished the game. Uh, one being Haunts, which I think happened earlier in the year. But I'm trying to think of the one that just happened recently. Uh, that got fully kickstarted, but did not actually, um, like the, the, the developers were actually, uh, they never finished making the game. And they were actually leaving the company that was making the game. You guys remember which game that is? Negative. No, I have to I have to I'll find it before we get done here, but yeah, so some you know actually Kickstarter changed their regulations um for well I guess the way the way people were running their Kickstarter is like uh you know they changed rules, especially when they came the hardware. Like you can't show a picture of uh of uh what's the word I'm looking for? You can't show a picture of like a prototype. Or not, not I shouldn't say a prototype Oh, or a uh, a rendering. You can't throw show a rendering of what your hardware is going to look like. You actually right. have to show what it looks like right now. And you could talk about what it might look like and what it might do, but you can't do like a rendering and say, "Hey, this is this is it when in reality that's just what you're aiming for. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, people were getting burned by, uh, you know, what they saw, clearly, they, they would think that it was one thing, or it was finished, and it, it really wasn't. Even though sometimes, sometimes you gotta blame that on the users, because the developer would clearly say, like, this is just target, you know, this is what we're aiming for, while people would still put money into it without really reading. Whose problem is that, you know? But, uh, yeah, good year for Kickstarter. Uh, what else do we have here? Um, Cross Assault. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> Mikey, go ahead. You can talk about it because you have you have strong feelings what every was, time this is brought
2: I, up. I hate. I, what's his name again? I can't remember his name though,
0: or whatever his screen name was.
2: Uh, uh but uh, basically, Cross Assault was a uh publicity, in a sense, to show off the Street Fighter Cross Tekken game. It was like a reality show, uh, online one, in a sense, and one of the uh. People there made a uh, pretty uh, sexist comment toward one of the uh, girls that was playing there. And it kind of started a buzz of sexism in the fighting game community. And he actually went on and said, well, yeah, but that's what's special about the fighting game community,
0: in a sense. I don't have his quote word for word, though, right in front of me. It was an heiress. I can't pronounce this guy's last name. Well, you know I'm bad at pronouncing names. Yeah. Tanner? Or what was this guy's name? Rob, that's your specialty. There you go. (laughs) Eris. Eris
2: Bactanius. Uh, uh, Whatever. Needless to say, the guy basically said this really sexist remark to a girl that was playing on the show, and she wasn't doing bad. And he just kept on saying, well, this is like part of our community. So if you don't like it, GTFO in a sense and it just really set the community ablaze because like you have people that agree with them and then you have people that are just like this dude's a complete asshole and it's
1: the other thing is it wasn't even one time Right. yeah it was <laughs> several occasions
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean you, to yeah. be fair this is pretty common like a lot of times you'll hear a lot of profane stuff said in the middle in the in the heat of a match uh it's but it's it's not necessary it's just not
1: no. and his was like you know talking on streams and talking about like what her bra size was and all sorts of other comments before he even got to like the the really stupid stuff you know that he was saying right so, i don't know
0: yeah he wasn't really directing any of that toward anybody else except her yeah
1: which is funny because there were other female members weren't there
0: uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh, maybe because she was the one that was getting picked on. That's so Of course, awesome. I remember who she is, but I don't remember there being anybody else there. But, like, you know, it'd be, it'd be kind of different if he was talking about other people, including males. Actually, it'd also be different if she was on the other team. Right. And it was just trash talk.
1: That's also true, too. And,
0: you know, but she was on his team, you know, and he she he's saying all this stuff to her. And he didn't he didn't crack any jokes or anything about that to any of the males, so uh, you First realize, I you rushed out why would you do that you, <laughs> you, you can't say anything uh, you know i mean I was just like you you, know, you can't defend it at all you right
1: it was like there's a, here's some some flimsy lot and it'd be flimsy anyway, but you can't even throw flimsy in front of it to make right.
0: it stick you know exactly like you can't you can't defend it at all you can't say, oh well. You know, he was just cracking you know jokes or – He also whatever, said –
2: he, he said something like this is – this." Uh, when asked the question, can I get my Street Fighter without sexual harassment, he said you can't. You can't because they're one and the same thing. This is, this is a community that's you know 15 to 20 years old, and the sexual harassment is part of our culture. And if you remove it from the fighting game community, it's not the fighting game community anymore. It's StarCraft.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot he said that stupid shit. There's nothing
2: nothing wrong with StarCraft Uh, if you enjoy it. There's nothing wrong with anything about esports, but why would you just want one flavor of ice cream, you know? There's esports for people people who like esports, and there's (laughs) fighting games for people who like spicy food and like to have fun. There's no reason to turn them into the same thing, you know? That makes no goddamn look of sense what he fucking said. Nope.
1: Last we- offensive sexual, you know, sexist douchebag. And then he jumps onto some <laughs> other gaming, yeah. and then
2: he jumps on someone, someone else's community, and just like he's just a dumbass. Sorry, guy. the Don't StarCraft up community, this
0: community that is markedly better than ours in this way. That yeah. would be stupid. Yeah, sorry, the StarCraft community isn't spicy enough for you. <laughs> <laughs> sexual harassment, the spice of life. <laughs> like, come on, dude! Like, it like he was. It was clear that he was just grasping for straws here. He was clearly wrong, but he's not gonna admit it. You know, it's like, oh, stand your ground, hold the line, type of situation. But it's not. <laughs> you know, just apologize and go on. But you know, he's still around. Like, he was doing some Evo commentary, which even from a but standpoint, that's terrible. <laughs> what about his evil He commentary? was. He was. He was trying to comment on King of
2: Fighters. I believe. And he was he was not catching on to the other guy that was commentating with him on all his little jokes and he was just he was just a bad commentator. Like overall. Like his commentate his commentating was just trash. I wanted him like I think he got spammed a lot on the uh, streams to get off, I think a lot of the time, but he's I, I if I never see him on a stream again, it'll be too soon.
0: Yeah, he was uh, he was around for the Soul Calibur stream too, and I he, I just kind of want him to stop talking, cause he was talking. And the other guy was actually commentating, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, the matches, and it was it was pretty annoying. Yeah. So, well, we'll still I'm pretty sure we'll still see more of him, cause he actually, unfortunately, he still has a lot of, of community support. Does he really? Because
1: there's a lot of sexist douchebags in the community. No, I mean he's true. in a way he's not in a way he's not wrong about he's saying it wrong because it's like you can have you can have a fighting game community without all the sexism and stuff. Right. But there are a lot of sexist people. And it's not limited to just guys either. I mean, like, you know, female on female hate is also pretty prevalent too, but you know, specifically there's so many guys, like you're gonna notice it, but there are a lot of them. There's a lot of there's there's probably like eighty ninety percent are fine, but then you it only takes one to yeah. really fuck things up for everybody else.
0: So. You know what happens a lot too, uh, sometimes especially with women in video games. Uh, if you well you know you know if you try to defend a girl, you know a lot of people will, get will the white scream, white night, the know, scream white yes. night. You As know white As if that's
1: a bad thing. No.
0: And sometimes <laughs> yeah. actually it is a case where people are overreacting and they are being like, a white knight type, you know, type of deal. Yeah. But it's not, like, a case like this where this guy's clearly, you know, he's, like, okay, he's clearly targeting this girl because she's a girl and, not, and no other reason. Like, come on, dude. Like, it, you know, you, you have that. So you have people defending him because, like, oh, those guys are being white knights. Like, no, your your vision is not clear here. You know, so. But that's, like, that's. <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to have that cross assault thing happening again. No. But I don't think they're going to. I saw I There's, was oh, I'm sorry go ahead.
2: There I, I doubt that Capcom I doubt Capcom's going to risk having that kind of publicity backfire on them again. Yeah.
0: But Next time no guys with beards. Yeah.
2: <laughs> guys with beards no is that beards. it? <laughs> yeah. No neck beards. No neck beards. I yeah. mean, that's not the only do you want to mention while we're on the topic of sex is it the girlfriend mode or no? Oh yeah, well, we, could, we could.
1: There's talk a lot about. of the, yeah. There's a lot of the sexism things, though. So I don't want to get this carried here. away. We do have a state of the gaming year to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's well, true. You,
2: you well, can well, mention well, since
0: you already mentioned it. you yeah, have go as well just that one. Yeah. You can talk about girlfriend. Okay.
2: Like well, while we're on the topic of sexism of the in the year 2012, the whole girlfriend mode with Gearbox came up. Uh, it kind or er, it kind of set some people off, apparently. Um, i honestly thought it was overreacting that see that's one of the cases where i'd say that's kind of like overreacting a little bit
0: to something you know right yeah that was like people kind of as soon as like he said it you know it's kind of like a girlfriend mode meaning uh you know somebody who doesn't play games right you know could play with you then people would try to jump over that like what do you mean girls don't play games and I can I see think, where they can get that from, but it—I'm it, pretty sure he didn't mean it in the way that it, it kind of came out.
2: No, I think honestly, th- I mean this is a scenario where people were just latching onto and trying to uh, make it sound worse than what it really was. It was obviously a slip. Of the, yeah, it was you know? a
1: slip more than anything. I mean, like I think that reveals like something about like how deeply ingrained some of these things are. But it wasn't meant to be like yo this is just what i think of women playing games period
2: right like, it wasn't intentional
1: he was supposed to be using it as an anecdote but it was kind of a bad anecdote you know yeah. it wasn't <laughs> something that was ever officially in the game it wasn't anything they it wasn't even anything anybody found any secret code for in the game you know anything like yeah. that that was that was supposed to be the name like it it never was so it maybe got taken a little bit too far cuz you know yeah. the the internet and its social you know justice right Right. yeah outrage machine
2: I mean they apologized and did a whole bunch of crap to cover them but honestly I think people just took it out of way out of control on that in that case but
0: yeah. the internet is, is they're good they're good for that taking things out of out of uh context really? and out of control
2: I thought they only told the truth man
0: oh. little quick story before we keep going right I mean, this happened to me on reddit on Friday, okay. You know, which, you, okay, you already said Reddit, so it's something yeah. terrible. <laughs> I posted this article: the uh, district attorney in New York got twenty one hundred sexual predators banned from like a couple of different uh, like game networks, like one being like uh, well, like Guild Wars and like two other game networks or whatever. And somebody wrote a comment, you know, he's like, "Well, why do we need to like these guys have already been caught and they, and they serve their time." Why are we uh you know why are we punishing them more and I replied I was like i, I said you know I kind of thought about what you said you know I kind of thought about that too, but I guess it's a it's a better safe than sorry situation or, or mindset that they have that's what I said, and out of every and then also I said I think the people who aren't caught are the ones that the one are the ones that we need to worry about, so they need to put more resources into you know, stopping, you know, sexual, you know, that that type of activity before it actually happens. So preventative care versus... Exactly. That's what I was saying. But the only thing people took out of that is the words better safe than sorry. Because every single reply I got after that, what do you mean better safe than sorry? Because they can't argue
1: the rest (laughs) of your points. They're going to argue the one thing that they can poke at. That's it.
0: Yep. Yeah. I was like, and then I made another comment. It's like, no, I don't mean better safe than sorry. What I mean is X, Y, Z, and they started downvoting that, too.
2: It when are like, you going to learn? Like, it doesn't <laughs> matter. The minute you have, like, an opening, they're and if going to. you say to... something they don't like. Yep. And not only that, you try to argue on the internet.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> it wasn't even really an argument. Like I was just like, I said yeah. one thing, and then I replied again. I was like, you know what, forget about it. I, I ended up with, like, a negative 50- Comment karma because of it, and I was oh, positive man. before. My link karma is doing fantastic, but <laughs> my comment karma—stellar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My comment karma went into the negative because of that, and I actually got a a, a message from one of the uh, the admins from nice. of that of that subreddit saying, "Sorry that you got downvoted for for you know just pushing the conversation forward." You know. Well.
1: Because that's supposed to be Reddit's big thing is, you know, free conversation and stuff. But yeah, you know, then just something they don't it.
0: like. And then it's different yeah, stuff.
2: You, Reddit's uh, come mainstream now. So it's kind of
0: like. It's so it's not polished. cool anymore. They're, they're well, no, it's not. As as it's not just not
2: cool anymore. It's just like now everybody, <laughs> yeah, now everybody, and everybody's, everybody, on everybody everybody's on it now. So now it's not full of like just intellectual conversation. Now there's like everything in the kitchen sink in there that includes horrible. People as well.
1: Horrible, horrible subreddits.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes. Oh, the subreddits that just hurt my
0: brain. Yeah.
1: We're getting slightly off topic,
0: though. Yeah, slightly, oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> we need to pull it back in. We'll have another show about Reddit sometime. Make it a Mashcast games. Plus? Yeah, Mashcast Plus Reddit. Did we only games. have like one of those this
2: year?
0: Yeah. Yeah. More in 2013. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but uh, let's see. Let's uh, go and on, on from Cross Assault. Uh, another big internet kerfuffle would be uh, the the retake Mass Effect campaign. Oh yeah. Which I mean, I still I still can't really comment on it because I haven't played Mass Effect three. I just finished Mass Effect two a couple weeks ago. If you guys oh, remember, I'm so proud did of Did you me. buy I the trilogy, or did 2? you just? <laughs> <laughs> I bought Mass Effect one and two two years ago on Steam sale. And I'm just finishing it now. Oh, I so th- you
2: realize you're not gonna be able to play three then on Steam.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is like I um I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the uh the DLCs for two. And that's gonna take me a while to because I have so many goddamn games to play. Right. And I'm like, maybe, maybe they'll release the best of trilogy on Steam by the time I'm done. If not, dude. I
1: they almost like I I I just looked because they almost tricked me, but they haven't this they're in the winter sale, so yeah. I, yeah. I looked because they had Mass Effect franchise, and I was like, oh really? Like did they <laughs> did they finally finagle it since it's been so long? And it was like, nope, Mass Effect one and two. I was like, that's funny, but I I didn't expect <laughs> anything else. But I was just like, that would be funny.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> all of a sudden, well, that's what they did with Crisis though. Like they took Crisis off, Crisis two off. And then they re-released it on Steam as like the Crisis, what was it called, the uh... uh maximum Edition. They re-released yeah. it on Steam. Right. So I'm hoping. I'm. I'm really hoping. You know, they. Uh, they do that. But probably wait until next year. Yeah. yeah.
2: Thanks, Origins, for it's, being a dick. <laughs> it's really? gonna take a while.
1: Which just still has like no games on it. <laughs> <laughs> it really doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. It's got their their headline games, and that's really it. That's really all that's on the service, aside from whatever little sprinklings of things they've been able to like, get from other people.
0: That's it. Well, so the retake Mass Effect. You know, there are a lot of people apparently uh, displeased with the endings. <laughs> I mean, the, the problem. There was a couple problems. I think different groups, not different groups, but some groups had different problems. Like some people didn't like how it ended. Period. Man, like, you could not, like, that you're. It, it, he didn't honestly, like the fact
1: it, that it ended.
0: <laughs> yeah, there, there yeah. we go. So, some people didn't like that it ended. Some people were upset because they felt that your decisions didn't really affect the ending as much as it should have. And then other people felt that the game, like, that the, the endings weren't fleshed out enough. It didn't give enough details about what happened to the characters. So, for at least one of those groups, that's fixed because, uh,. Uh, BioWare. I was going, wow, for some reason I was gonna say BioWard I wanted to say BioWard for some reason. I don't know why.
2: Bio <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay. like Infinity Ward. But
2: yeah,
0: I it's it's weird. I don't know. My brain was like, say it, say it, say it. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, BioWare. Um, you know the I I don't want to say they caved, but I uh, was so I just say they listened to uh, their vocal fans. I would and, say they
1: didn't really cave. I mean, like, yeah, they added the new, like, ending, right. but they they specifically did not change the ending. So it's no, like, the endings like are still the, the same. Well,
0: yeah, for one of those groups, ending, you're stuck. like, one of those groups, like, the groups yes. that just wanted it more one. fleshed out, they won. If anybody won, it was that group that uh, was able to, uh, you know, I guess get the endings more fleshed out. I talked to people who didn't like the endings before. And then they said after, after that they were okay with it, but then it had still still had some people like my brother, still doesn't like the endings of Mass Effect 3, because he says you 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 were you were limited to three choices, and he thought you should have had more choices or there should have been more options. But like I said, I don't know about like what they you know what the endings are, <laughs> so unfortunately I can't voice too much. I I think I'll just be happy if. All of my people live, which I, I'm thinking that's not going to happen. I'm probably going to be grumpy either way, aren't I? <laughs> play the fifth amendment. It.
2: it depends
1: on how you play, honestly. It actually depends a lot on how you play. Yeah, like it, that's the thing. Like when people said that you didn't have choice, like your, your actions didn't affect anything, it's like it affected every, it, it affected a lot. It didn't necessarily affect Shepard too much, but it affected like literally everything else Everybody around you. Else. And I'm like, what more could you ask for? But yeah, I okay. guess people want to, you know, the hero syndrome. Everybody wants to have everything be perfect the way that they want it to be because you're the hero. So
0: yeah, right. No. And actually, the funny thing about I think it was Michael Pactor did the math on like the percentage of people who were unhappy, and like in the total, like the total, the, to- the total amount of people who actually signed the petition came up to be like like twenty five or thirty percent. Of it the people more? who actually bought Mass Effect, uh, three. That's so not kinda, a
2: bad percentile, though, if you think about it. That's not It's a quarter.
0: It's a it's a it's a quarter, or you know, uh, more than a quarter. But still, a lot of other industries. If seventy percent of your user base was happy for, with a product that they already bought and couldn't return, nothing will be done. Well, yeah, true. you count that as a win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah but win. It was unfortunately, their voice was just really loud. Yeah, they, like they, it's kind of it was a it was definitely a squeaky wheel gets the grease. Well, so it's just the internet, you know. Yeah, type of situation. So, yeah, it's uh, they really, somebody took retook Mass Effect. <laughs> One group of people won, you know, but for the most part, I think everything kind of stayed the same. But uh, moving on from that, Diablo three, a <laughs> game I still didn't buy because I-, I was thinking about it. But everybody I talked to, like the- as the months passed by, things just got generally worse.
2: It was great was for the first
0: playthrough, and then you're done. Right.
2: That's biggest problem. Yeah, but that's not Diablo. Yeah, fact.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, the first, the biggest problem I had was launch day, where oh. Nobody could play the game. Well, not not nobody. Just very pretty much nobody. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I, pretty much. I, nobody can play the game. I
2: got in, but it wasn't for long.
0: Yeah. Like they have they had major launch issues. That that is a huge deal. Yeah. When you're get you people pay sixty dollars, take off work, to play this game, and then they go to launch it and it's not working. Like for I'm taking my, I'm taking the day off when Half-Life 3 comes out. I've actually taken two two or three days off. And if I turn that game on and it does not work, I'm flying to Seattle. Like it's it's gonna be a problem.
1: Why do you need to go to Seattle when you can go in your basement?
0: I remember I let him go. Oh, that's right. Well, you did lay up good, didn't you? Yeah, because Mikey Stay. killed the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey killed the joke, so I had to let him go. <laughs> Man, you don't even remembered I killed it. Damn he me. took it out back and murdered
1: it. To you <laughs> yeah. had, to, had to let him loose.
0: I think he destroyed that joke that was okay. <laughs> If
1: you let him loose, and he comes back. Then it's real low. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's okay. I feel the same
2: way about when Kingdom Hearts three comes out. I'm gonna take a couple days off work, finish that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But that's thing. I, 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 like, just, even just the game on launch day that you can't play. Like that's that's major. I like, like, that, that is huge. And the thing is, like, once you... You can't take that game back. Nobody's taking that game back. You know? Unless, unless the, the 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 game the company's just feeling that merciful. But they probably... Like, in most cases, they aren't. You know? So that's Diablo 3 failure to launch on launch day. And that's something. I don't... Because that that happened more than once this year, I'm pretty sure. There were, like, at least two games that had major launch, launch issues. And... Yeah, that's the biggest one I can think of. Yeah, now, that was huge because it, it was the the fastest, the, 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 the best-selling PC game of all time. It was. Yeah, like, um, I am remembering that correctly, right? It was either the fastest-selling or the uh, best-selling. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Huh? Diablo 3. Diablo it sold, like, so much. Like it, it proved that PC sales aren't dead. No, that, yeah. That's, that's what that game did. It proved that PC sales are not dead. No. And that was with the game that wasn't working on launch day.
2: Uh, I know that's what the sad part is: is it sold so well, but it was not the game, the end all be all game it should have been.
0: Right. So that was that was pretty huge this year. Um, yeah, that was a depressing time. That that was. I actually I didn't even get into. it. I skipped kind of right the like, right the to Torchlight, and I have Crater, which I I actually want to play Crater. I haven't had a chance.
2: See, I wish I would have played Torchlight now, and I would have spent the time playing Torchlight instead of Diablo three, but.
0: So, I had yeah. time to play Torchlight. Oh, yeah. And that's another, I guess, another thing about Diablo 3 is just how, I mean, it kind of shows how the mindset of the games have changed because it's kind of like everything you did in Diablo 3 was for the auction house, pretty much, right? Basically.
2: Uh,
0: I mean, if you wanted, if you were playing for real money, yeah. I mean, you
2: were basically just doing crap for the auction house at that point. I mean,
1: even if you weren't, I mean, even if you, hey, you were just doing it to basically collect slightly, slightly. Better things, but not even literally like massive. You know, like something that really st- stands out that much. Yeah. Like the, the hope of you know extra loot in that in that respect. I don't know. Yeah. Just...
2: I I played so I could to get gear so I could play the harder difficulties, but I just didn't want to play the harder difficulties after like my second playthrough. I was like, I'm just kind of done. Oh. All
0: right. So that will be remembered. Or or not? I don't know how many people actually still playing Diablo three. Well, when they it,
2: it depends on if they're gonna, if they plan on doing an expansion or not. I don't know if they're going to. I, I thought they
0: were supposed to. Are they? Yeah.
2: See, you don't know too much about
0: that. Well,
2: I mean, I think everyone's at, at Blizzard right now. I think everyone's just watching for Heart of the Swarm or Blizzard Dota.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever that thing happens, too too much too, too much Moba. Good <laughs> going in there, there is. I it's think, all the same fucking game. Yeah. How Not about really. that too? This year, a lot, lot of MOBA, League Ooh. of Legends and Dota 2. League of, League of Legends, Dota 2, Han, um, Smite. Are we counting Smite? Smite? Yeah. Smite.
1: Was, yeah. Smite counts. Super, Monday, Super, Night Night Combat? Combat? Yeah. Super Monday Night Combat. Yeah. Super
0: Monday Night Combat. Yeah. Like it's
1: this... it's a it's a shooter Dota, but it's it's still a Dota game. Like
0: it is, and. Yeah, and yeah, it's just it's been a huge year for MOBA. Something just started off as a mod, mod. (laughs) yeah. So it's it's kind of crazy, huge year for MOBAs, and I still cannot play them. I get bored to death.
2: I I will I will admit I love League of Legends. I will I've seriously stopped playing like my fighting games to play League of Legends lately.
0: I know a lot of people play league actually I have a lot of friends that play league, and they're always like, oh play and I'll play with them and I'm just like, <laughs> Huh? what? Yeah, like you know I too many NPCs, too many NPCs, and I think for me it it feels like when I'm playing, it feels like I'm waiting for the other person to make a mistake. you kind of
2: are you're either you're either waiting for your team to make the perfect initiate because
0: you're waiting for somebody to extend,
1: basically yeah yeah, or you're waiting for the guy that perfect. Com- Initio- combo to yeah. come down
2: i mean you can make a team that's like you want to extend in and you want to just go in on them but i mean pretty much like a, a team fight will boil down to whoever makes the biggest mistake or whoever whichever team initiates their plan better but yeah so like it's i don't know just kind of it's I, like I, chess in a sense you're waiting for someone well no you can outplay someone in chess
0: yeah so they like you can you can outplay somebody in chess you can out strategize them
2: well you can out you can outplay someone in league if you're it's,
1: you uh, it's pretty obvious, way. but it's not the same way as we're used to outplaying people in other games and I think that's what makes the learning curve so hard.
0: Yeah, like it is like when I play it's kinda like, you know, somebody'll run up to you it's like they'll tap you and then they'll run away. They come back and try to tap you again and then run away, okay now let me just go back to my tower and they won't come over here. And like it's uh, it's you uh, know.
1: Yeah, when it when it goes down when it starts going down, it goes down like real heavy. Yeah, but, yeah. Early on, it's like, like a half hour. Usually. Yeah, exactly. Like it,
2: yeah, it takes about 15-20 minutes before the real action starts, unless you're playing a team that relies on winning early game to mid-game. Right. And that's then
0: that. shit's flying pretty early, but... Yeah, so I guess that's what I was talking to another friend today, I was like, that's, that's why I think I like StarCraft so much because the thing is like you can. You, I don't have to wait for somebody to make a mistake. I don't need to make somebody make a mistake, either. You know, if they sit in their base and they decide to turtle, it's like, oh, don't come in here. I'm like, no, I'm coming in now, bitch. Like, you know, like it, it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> like you, I can I can force my way in if I wanted to. I can play the way I, I really want to play myself.
1: Yeah, you, you know? can have a strategy and stick to it. You may have to change some things, but you can't just have your strategy just blown to pieces. Simply by somebody else picking a different hero that your hero just has an awful, awful time with, which does happen in MOBA games.
2: Right. Yeah, you can counter pick a lot. Like, it's just some champions will work against certain champions, and there's a lot of counter picking sometimes. But yeah. Sometimes that counter picking can get you in trouble though if you don't know how to okay. use that champion properly.
1: Yeah, but but assuming that everybody has, you know, competency, then yeah. yeah. But the problem yeah. the other thing too is mobile is just so divergent in fucking skill level because you have people that like, you know, like me that like kind of enjoy MOBA games but don't play them all the time. So I still could play like two heroes, three heroes in Dota 2 and it's like if I went to a pub game, I'd get destroyed like not yeah. even a question. I I try to learn skill.
2: I try to learn two champions of each archetype, so I've got two champions for top lane, two champions for jungle, two champions for AD carry. I have, like, four support champions, though, that I like to play. But anyways, we're getting off topic. We should probably like stay back on.
0: Yeah, uh, Actually, the last thing I want to say about that, because <laughs> some people say that MOBAs are killing RTS. No. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely not. But the reason I'm going to say that Nah is because it's what Rob brought up, the balancing issue. With RTS games, yeah. Every, I guess, race or team or whatever you could choose, they 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 balance well against each other. Whereas with MOBAs, you can't actually pick a cat you can just lose because you don't have a certain character.
2: Not just that, there's a problem with League of Legends. Like they just released a champion. Her name's Vi. she's fucking ridiculous like she just hurts way too much way too early she it's hard to kill her i mean i mean when if when they release a new champion most of the time it's it's either underpowered or overpowered and then they have to balance balance it out over time which is funny
1: too because a lot of that's from how players play the metagame so it's like something comes out like her and then she's gonna get the nerf fast swung at her and everybody's gonna be crying. That you know, that was falling in love with the power, like, yes, yes, and going to the dark you know, side. She's shit.
2: she's getting the nerf hammer. She does everything too well. Like she just she just does everything way too well. Right. But I think she's getting the nerf hammer. But like a lot of champions, Ren like another champion that came out, Rengar, he started out really powerful. They hot fixed him, nerfed him. No one used him anymore, so they buffed him back up a little bit. Got too powerful again, then they had to nerf him back down. It's just, just <laughs> it's just like trying to balance these champions. It's like once you get into the hundreds, like they're in like a hundred something champions now, and it's, it's starting to get frustrating, that's like how insane. unbalanced it gets. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but so I mean, crazy. that's why you sorry. can also that's
1: insane number of n- yeah, there, of there anything. there's
2: there's a, over a hundred champions in that game right now but it, yeah. but some champions I are just unplayable to in, that. in tournament, though. Jesus fucking
1: Christ. Talk about like making the, making the, the gap wider for people. And it's like, you probably that, have at least, no, not necessarily how to play them, but like no decent set of like what most characters can do. If I walked in, I'd have
0: no, no idea. And like, I'd never have pick? any idea, ever. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be a turning... like If I wasn't already turned off, that would turn me off to the game. Too much. You know. And
2: the sad part is they add like a champion per month. So we're still yeah. getting new champions. That's insane. Oh, it's also
1: man. very telling that you call it the Nerf Hammer and not the
0: Nerf Bat because that's how badly they have to. to like <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you said, I don't know, two minutes ago, we are getting off topic. Uh, Anyways. Yeah, so let's talk about fucking E3.
2: What like how boring it, what's there to talk about E3? It was Exactly like it like was there's, so there's not a boring. Di- I think we didn't have very much coverage of E3 because we just didn't like find anything that was It
1: wasn't because we weren't it, watching either.
2: No, like I watched all the conferences and they were all fucking boring. Like only thing that got me excited was seeing the I think no, I think Lore Croft,
0: the Tomb Raider trailer, that was about it. Right. And other than just, that, like it was kind of uneventful. Yeah. I mean, Microsoft's biggest thing, what was it, Smart Glass?
1: Yeah. Glass an interesting thing. Halo 4 was technically the biggest thing. <laughs> they did show yeah. enough of that. Well, it was, it was like two minutes to hit was the 4. Interesting. Yeah, two minutes. We saw Modern Warfare 3, because who gave a shit? Or was it Modern Warfare 3? I guess it was Black Ops. Black Ops
0: 2. Yeah, yeah Black, Black Ops, 2. Ops 2. Yeah, we saw the Still level with impressed. the most explosions. <laughs> that level that they played is the level with the most explosions in the game. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: Well, what do you think
0: they'd show? The 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 one with ponies and unicorns and rainbows? I'm just saying the whole game isn't <laughs> there like are that. There's ponies out there. They're all about the bro demographic. But there, uh, are, there, there are horses in the game, not ponies.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. For all the bronies out there, they're horses. There are horses.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? The level, we straight out of Uncharted 3.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: But well, like, we got to see. No, I will say the Last of Us trailer was good, too.
1: That there were good things, but there are things that we Just pretty nothing's... much saw either like before e three like if you were paying attention to like you know to the different publishers and developers and stuff, like most of them posted those videos like before e three was even up for the most part, oh, like there were yeah. very few genuine surprises, last of us was one of the few of them, well, and the really, two like,
2: souls. Beyond Two Souls was a surprise for me. That was
1: a legitimate surprise because nobody knew. Somebody, Everybody knew that they were working on something, but nobody knew what it was. Yeah, like, because
2: we just got done with the uh, their tech demo, and then yeah. they showed Beyond and Two and Souls. Totally,
1: yeah, totally different than what the tech demo said, but that was the point. No, that, that was the point, though. They, they, yeah. It said, like, this isn't what we're working on, basically, so... I mean, it wasn't like it should have been a surprise, but you still had people being like, well, what if this was the next game? (laughs) You know, slow news day. Let's make some shit up. No, seriously. It's basically just that E3 became not the premier place to get your gaming like big news anymore. I mean, Wii U, like, I mean, how fucking boring
2: was that? And nintendo land you mean you didn't get excited off of nintendo land really the only thing
1: they showed <laughs> it was the most exciting game that they showed aside from that lego city undercover and that that that's it that's did telling they, that, that did they show
2: pikmin
0: 3
1: i think they showed it did they, they did I, show pikmin it was it actually yeah,
0: but that was the first thing they showed remember yeah oh yeah but it's
1: still like i mean we knew it was coming so
2: oh, yeah. We all, because everyone bitched about it enough, so they were going to make Pikmin 3. Had to happen. Yeah, I,
1: I think that maybe, like, that in, in the 24 hour news cycle, that maybe that's just the problem now is that it's almost made E3 obsolete in a certain sense. It's still a great, like, from what I understand, you know, it's still a really great event for people in the industry to go to, which is what it was supposed to be, but then it became the extravaganza that it is. And then they tried to go back to being an old, you know, the. Closed event, and I didn't really work out too well. So then it went back to being a big event, right? But it's kind of almost outdated itself because there's there's almost no need. Like you can get all this information all the time, new trailers, new new info. Like everybody's always finding stuff out that there. It's almost impossible to hide anything, even if you wanted to. But most places aren't even concerned about hiding too much. Anymore.
2: Honestly, I think that's what's kind of killed it. Is like no one really holds anything close to the. They close hold stuff
1: the, close, but to their spec of specifications, and why share time with somebody else on e 3 stage when, and you know, yeah, you might knock a few socks off, but why do that when you could have, you know, fucking August or something all to yourself when you announce something, you know, like, all these different games that get announced, you know, like, Borderlands 2, we're not, game's not coming, we're, if you didn't hear it from us, the game's not coming, next day there's like a trailer, you know? It's right, like, yeah. But if you can have time all to yourself, why share time on E3 stage anymore? For the most part, even if you're headlining, I mean, you could show your you can still show your trailer in May when nobody's showing anything, and then show it in you know show it in June or July when they have E3, and have everybody still be like, yeah, awesome, you know? Yeah, so it's almost kind of it's weird. I don't think it's maybe if they rework it a little bit, but I think it's become too much of its own monster. You know, it's bought into its own press in a sense, maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's too big of a spectacle to even like to feel like it really takes it. seriously. Like it's definitely targeted toward the, the the broader market, which you know, it's the c-word, the casuals, right? You know, like, right.
1: But even them, like, I mean, I. I don't know. It's like I know casual people, and it's like, then the casual people aren't even watching you three for one thing. No,
2: they're <laughs> but there are other things. Like,
1: but yeah, like even people that I know that are casuals that watch are like, this is um, eh, you know, like what's nothing's really exciting. You know, it's it really like Sony did decent, but even that was still like everybody is lackluster. But it's become such a low bar now that it's like if you show like two good things now, hooray! Yeah. You, You've won E yeah. three, I guess. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but well, it's,
0: it's, well it's, and the thing is, it's also I guess kind of the end of well, it should be the end of the console life cycle, pretty much. Now, oh, that, was, that was kind of showing because it was Dragon, man.
2: Well, yeah, but I mean, near the end of the PlayStation two, I mean, we still ha- saw some good stuff come out of it. I mean,
0: well, there's had, still some some good stuff coming out next year, but it just they didn't have all this stuff to show like. Uh, Compared to E3 2011, like, all the games you saw, you know.
1: There were, and I think maybe also that, too, there were a lot of games in 2011. Like, a lot, like, that was, like, the year. And then, like, 2012 was, like, you know, there's games, but it's not the massive, you know, thing that 2011 was with games. Right,
0: exactly. Um, I guess, (laughs) yeah, I didn't really buy that many games this year, now that I think about it. Most of the games I bought were smaller games on Steam. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Indie games, you know, stuff on networks. Like yeah, it wasn't didn't make a lot of huge purchases. I think like Borderlands two was one of the probably like the only like straight up sixty I... that I paid for on day of release. That's right. the other thing too. I mean, after Diablo oh. and everything else, there's almost no reason to buy a game on release day now. Yeah. So it's you know it, it becomes now it's like it is kind of easy to wait because you know there's gonna be a Steam sale or there's gonna be Black Friday. or oh,
0: Amazon.
1: Yeah, Amazon. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing. It's like, I, it like especially coming into like near the end of the year, it's like there's some stuff I'm interested in, but it's like all the stuff that comes out at Christmas, it's like well, and, or stuff that came out just a couple of months before that, it's like, well, Black Friday's coming, and it's like wow. last, It's like everything was fifty percent off or more. Right. So am I, gonna I wish to get stuff at. 60 bucks it's like i got assassin's creed 3 which i could wait it for <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah and i got yeah. i got like, away for, two, for like, ac3 and i could waited for dishonored game.
0: yeah i think well the thing is i think oh uh, you know well that was the average gamers in their 30s according to statistics and most of us you know have jobs or at least things to do so getting a game on release day unless it's something extremely special you know, Half Life Three waited. You know, fifteen years for what? Well, yeah, whatever. I could, yeah, I could have you know, waited for. Well, I definitely could waited for Assassin's Creed, but even other games that I played, you know, like I could have waited for, like, and then just got a discount on it. Like I did that with a lot of my. The, the, well, that's why my backlog is so big because I picked up a lot of games later on. Mm-hmm. So, but I was surprised by a couple of games, like Forza. I did not expect that game to be that good. You know. So there I, are, did, I huh? that,
2: but I did buy a Vita
0: and a three D S this year though. Okay, so it was a hardware year for you.
2: It, kinda, yeah, because I but really the only reason I bought the hardware was for software, because there were games that I just really wanted to play. Like right. the reason I I'll be honest, the reason I bought a Vita was because I wanted Persona Four. Okay. Like that that was my sole reason for owning a Vita. Um and I wanted a three D S for Kingdom Hearts three D. Other than that, like the fire emblem game for 3ds is looking good but
0: honestly i don't know i don't own that much for my 3ds a lot of my i don't have a 3ds but a lot of my vita stuff is stuff that like for example i have signed more on the 360 but then i found out that it's available on psn too i was all on that because that is an awesome game to travel with oh yeah and then i installed final fantasy and actually i've gotten farther than my Final Fantasy on my Vita. When when is that Final Fantasy Ten HD remake coming out? Like they I announced it, like, and it's yeah. just like psh, nothing. I don't know. I I kind. It's a shame because I actually, when it when Final Fantasy Ten came out, I wasn't huge into it. But compared to the Final Fantasies they have now, I'm like kind of like pining for it.
2: because <laughs> like, uh, well, Ten to me, Ten had the last good combat system. Me, me too.
0: Oh, I'm like that too. But I know, like, I I just can't get into 13. I really, I really can't. No, oh, and now they're doing 13: Lightning's Return. Yeah, like, well, I think like Rob, he he predicted that there'll be another. Yeah, it's a trilogy 13. game. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, it's, and it and and I, I they may go past the trilogy honestly at this point, but I, I hope not. I don't know.
2: They, I mean, it makes sense to me, like why they did that because we didn't get Type Zero in America and who the fuck That's knows so stupid.
1: That's so the, dumb,
2: I, I know it's in Japan but we didn't get it over here and who the fuck knows what's going on versus 13 it's probably canceled but I mean then we get 13 2 and then we'll get 13 3 or whatever and then that will be his fabula nova crystallis bullshit that he started saying when the games were first being shown off right whatever. well I don't know <laughs> Like he's uh,
1: got strong feels about this.
2: I, <laughs> I saw gameplay of Versus 13 like last year, and I was like, it looks like Kingdom Hearts without the fucking Disney. Let's go. Yeah, I'm it does. Gone.
0: It really does. And I was yeah.
2: like, "Just, I don't care what you fucking do, just make this game happen. And then n- nothing.
1: Not yeah, a- it, it. Yeah, thing. I mean, it's like it, you it, occasionally you see something in uh, Famitsu. And it's like, here's a screenshot. It's like, that's... No, we saw... We've seen the screenshots for, like, fucking five years. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to <laughs> see stopped. screenshots then showed, anymore. And then
2: they showed us gameplay, and I was like, okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. Nothing. Yeah, I was, wasn't that a Gamescom, like, 2011 gameplay? I don't remember. It was, it was, it was
1: something like that. Was, I think
2: it was Tokyo Game Show 2011. Maybe, I don't
0: know. Yeah, oh yeah I think you might be right, yeah. But... uh, what were we talking about? E3. E3. <laughs> E3. Yeah, think, yeah. Great job. Relevance of E3.
2: Yeah. Well, that's how irrelevant it is now. We've moved on to other things. <laughs> <laughs> Talk
0: about Final Fantasy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> awesome.
1: Talk well, about how we can't see no Final Fantasy games at E3 anymore.
0: <laughs> uh, what a shame that would be. All right, so... <sighs> The uh, next issue, well, not ex- next issue, but uh, uh, <laughs> our
1: next problem with the yeah, it
0: Yeah, it's, it's about 2012. Some more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, well, let's talk about the Xbox. You know, f- well, they originally thought it was hacking. A lot of people, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, uh, games media was reporting that it was hacking. People's accounts getting hacked when they really weren't getting hacked. They were actually getting fished. Oh yeah. You know, with that, with that process, like somebody. But Go ahead. How they were getting fished is the special part. Oh yeah, it was like the, the they were using I guess Microsoft's own systems against them. I guess technically speaking, like they were getting like you know customer service people to change email addresses and passwords for them.
1: Yeah, they weren't getting like it wasn't like phishing in the sense of like oh you get an email and put in all of your information on a fake website or something. They were getting here's I got this person's gamer tag. And then I went somewhere else and got their Google, you know, Gmail, even Gmail address or something, and then go and talk to Microsoft and get them to give me information. Yeah.
0: Which, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's just, that, that screams internal security policy issue. Right Sony there. had
2: it last year. I guess it's ex- Microsoft's turn. And it
1: was so different in a sense that, like, because everybody thought that, like, it was kind of like, this PSN thing happening behind the scenes and, the, and Microsoft is keeping it quiet. And I really kind of thought the same thing after a while because you kept hearing more and more stories about it, more and more stories. It was all circling around the same thing. It was all about FIFA and, you know, whatever. And after a while, it's like, well, you, there's so much talk about it. There has to be something to it. Right. And then, you know, people started coming out with their stories where it's like, you know, and it's funny, it didn't even, it wasn't even any of the video game sites or news sites or anything. It was a it was a person who got their shit hacked, and then they went and went and found the person who hacked it, basically, and they told them how they did it. And then yeah. that's how the information got out there about how it was going down.
0: And it's funny, because, you know, Microsoft is their screaming it's not their fault, it's not their fault, it still is their fault.
1: Yeah, like, you know? regardless of how you try and spin it.
0: Your but, IT team, yeah, they're fine. They they they're doing their but shit. It wasn't a hack. Yeah, but, but your customer else service, yeah, that, yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, your customer service people are in a different world. Like I, I don't even want to <laughs> say how you can't. <laughs> like, you know, you don't really need confirmation that the proper confirmation to 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 do that just totally overlooked by, by Microsoft. So it's totally their fault. I, unfortunately, I'm pretty because they still haven't really owned up. They haven't owned up to it that this was happening. Uh, they so, still in denial. Yeah, like I mean, the, the problem kind of went away. They probably tweaked some internal security policies so that this issue isn't happening anymore.
1: Yeah, but you have to admit that there was an internal security policy anyway. But what they did was go, no, no, no. Our internal internal you know security says this, so that shouldn't have happened, and it didn't happen really. Yeah. <laughs> even though like everybody had you know it it, happened (laughs) yeah because after it came out how it was happening people were going and doing it like and proving that they were you know proving that that was the thing you could do right so yeah so special
0: yeah thanks microsoft I'm just glad my uh, my my account was fine for the most part. But then again, like I don't have I don't have even have a credit card linked to my account anymore.
1: Yeah, I'm like nobody. I don't, I don't have own. anything on my account anymore. I
0: don't know. link yeah. any of my ga- I don't link any of
2: my credit cards to my game accounts. I think. Yeah, no. After even, PSN, even for I was... Steam,
0: I started using PayPal. Yeah. For Steam, I started using PayPal because like a couple years back, my Steam account got hacked, mm-hmm. and it took me two weeks to get my account back. Ooh. Yeah. And luckily, like you know, yeah, actually, you I'm sorry. It, it was pretty quick, but then,
1: yeah, you're still. It was, it
0: was actually more than two years ago because I was kind of broke at the time. Mm. So, That's the thing. I was like, ha- swimming in
1: and, and swimming pools made of gold. At yeah, the yeah.
0: My my uh, my coin pool wasn't done yet, <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't taking Scrooge two vacations the- a year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Stinking vacations. <laughs> so jealous, of It's
0: gonna be in Miami. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh that's inside joke <laughs> but um yeah so yeah i i, I now I use paypal on my at least even my steam account but my microsoft account my psn no way i don't have it hooked up anymore
1: yeah psn was like that was after that hack that was like oh take all our shit off everything <laughs> yep just in case
0: yeah but another uh i guess piece of microsoft news that was kind of big I, it made me foreshadow what's going to happen in the future uh, but Microsoft released the th- not released 360, but started selling 360 subsidized with a subscription. So you can get a 360 for a hundred dollars, but you had to do like, yeah, you had to have, like uh, have like a contract, like you basically have like an Xbox Live contract with them yeah, for so two years. Yeah, it's basically like
1: it's basically the same thing as if you're buying a phone where you know you pay hundred dollars for your phone, your iPhone or whatever, but you got to have a two-year contract with whoever you sign up with, and if you try and break that, then problems yeah
2: well so. what gets me is why we, you would spend a hundred dollars on the xbox a month when you could get one for like two hundred dollars
1: well it's not a hundred dollars a month it's a hundred dollars and then you pay like like fifteen dollars or something a month. oh so it's okay. like for people who really i guess you couldn't afford that last little leap although this is before it started dropping in price even more but um
2: yeah whoever signed up for that's probably kicking themselves in the ass right now
0: yeah, I mean, I guess like, I guess,
1: it, yeah, but although it was like the Connect version and stuff, so right, that's
0: yeah, it was, it? I mean, it was the Connect had version.
1: versions, but I'm pretty sure it was like the four gig with Connect, so yeah,
0: four, gigs, you, that's four it. gigs,
1: Yeah, well, you know, it is subsidized. <laughs> yeah. Like
0: he's like, that's not good enough. <laughs> well, they, Just uh, saying. Uh, I think, like, it's, I guess, I don't, I don't have a problem with this. But I just hope they don't think like, oh well, let's just this make this the only way to do it. This is the it. only way to do it, or we make the most money this way, so let's do yeah, it no. this way. That would be awful. That, that would be signing would be... your own death warrant. Yeah, that would uh that would be terrible. But I if they just wanted as a way, as a gateway to get more people to buy it, like dear, if you can't afford to pay two hundred dollars for the three sixty, which in my opinion. If you can't afford to the two hundred dollars for three sixty, you might have bigger problems. Don't pay problems. the hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. you're not going to be
2: able to afford the games for the three sixty. Exactly,
0: you or might the... have some bigger problems coming to you. Yeah. you need to. You need You need to take care. them. Do not buy games. <laughs> if, if you let's say if you're a parent and you want your kid to have it bad, and this is the only way you do it, that's okay. Fine, go ahead. But you know, Microsoft, as long as they don't start thinking like this is the only way. But you never know with them, man. Like sometimes they have really good ideas, and sometimes they have terrible ideas.
1: And they will implement them both.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they will totally just do it anyway, even though people are saying, "No, this is not what I want." Windows 8. No. Oh, I didn't say that. No, yeah, Well, actually, let's just talk about Windows 8 because I was gonna be a little get bit down, but get it out the way. But um, I want to talk about the operating system in terms of just the operating system period, because that's one thing. Well, it's about about Windows 8 for gaming, because that became a pretty big topic with several big people, highly respected people, including Gabe Newell himself, saying, you know, that was having some words about Windows 8, saying it's the worst thing that could happen to gaming. And primarily, you know, to be honest with you, the people who were saying these things usually were people who had... Their own stake in stores that they own, like Steam or the uh the, from, from Blizzard. Um, you know they uh I forget the CEO's name that, that said of uh, Blizzard, but you know he was talking about that Windows Eight wasn't good for gaming because they, I think they think that Mi- they wa- they think that Microsoft is just going to try to restrain Steam sales and sales from like the Blizzard store and all these other digital distribution outlets so that you know people will buy more stuff from the Microsoft store, but Microsoft hasn't said anything about doing that. There are no restrictions you can install Steam. I have a laptop with Windows 8, and I have Steam installed, and games run fine on it. You know, I actually have talked to developers that they don't have a problem with Windows 8 as operating system. The only reason they're not really pushing their development into it is because it, uh... It, I mean, there's really not a whole lot of users on it. You know? So, mm. Windows 8 for gaming, from my perspective, actually, okay, but it, it, you're getting a lot of hate out of, you know, the development community. At least it seems that way. Because things think it's like when Gabe said that and a couple other people talk about how bad Windows 8 it is, I feel like the games media just jumped all over that with headlines. Windows 8, well, like, terrible you know, for gaming.
2: mob mentality. When someone important says something, when does the internet not jump on it? Yeah. Yeah,
0: and that's the thing. Like yeah, I was like, yeah. I mean, I was expecting for it to be worse with the games, you know, based off of what Gabe said, but when I played it, I was like, oh, I guess Gabe was wrong. <gasps> you Wait, what? You yeah, can you know. say that
2: not be shot right now?
0: Yeah. Like, but... surprised
2: there's not a sniper bullet, like, laser on your head, but there's not, so I guess you're safe.
0: Yeah, you know, it just, it really did kind of come off like, you know, it was, we don't like it because it has the store, and we're worried that the store is going to be an issue. I mean, they, I guess there is a concern that Microsoft might say, well, everything has to go through the Windows 8 store now, or you have to give us some type of, uh you know, some type of cut for selling, like, you know, doing the distribution, but I, that will be... Ooh, that would be a really bad that move would be for Microsoft.
2: A, that would, shit, that would just. I don't. I can't even imagine the, the ramifications of that. Like everything that would just happen. That would be a shitstorm.
0: Yeah, Man, I, it's, I don't think like my, my, Microsoft does some things, but I don't think they would do that. Like you know. I don't know. They've proven us wrong before. But. Maybe, but it's not like their PC. It's not like they're hurting
2: in terms of in that area. No, they kind of got a lockdown on it, pretty much. Yeah, and
0: the thing is, like, I mean, I understand that you do have a choice. You can use a Mac, you can use Linux, but compared to like what's out, like you know how much these like PCs are selling versus Macs, dude, like it's not all the count they're not worried about it. Yeah, (laughs) I'll tell you, they're not. Microsoft ain't hurting for money anytime freaking soon, especially in their in their desktop department. They are not worried about it. Uh, but uh, but it looks like the rule of Windows still stays,
2: where you skip an operating system and go to the next one after. Yeah,
0: from a from a interface, the reason I don't like it is because of the interface. It runs great. Like, does it? Have you run it on a tablet? Like, uh, no, I do not have it on RT. I do not have
2: RT. Okay, because I hear like it seems
1: it's the only good thing about it. Like,
2: does yeah, that's, that. that's what I think. It's like it's a really great tablet operating system, but like for an actual. Computer or laptop or something, it's not all that grand.
0: Yeah, like actually, it's worse for a laptop if you ask me. Oh, well, yeah, using the touchpad to go to the corners of the screen all the time, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, basically, I have it on. I actually, the laptop I have it on is right next to me. And what I do is I turn it on. I made sure that my Firefox icon is right on the front menu. I click that, I go on the Firefox. I open up Twitch. The only time I use this thing is when I need to stream. That's it. <laughs> That's the first thing. Like moving around it is too much of a pain in the ass. I still don't know how to close programs. <laughs> this Windows, I Seriously? don't know. Like I mean, I can I can close programs if I go to the desktop mode and move the mouse over to the left side and then start right clicking and closing. But closing a program while I'm inside of it, no clue. No clue. I haven't looked all that much, but I shouldn't have to look. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: They yeah, just... it should be easy. The same yeah. way that, you know, on 7, I can sit right here and I close out Chrome by clicking a little X Yeah. in the corner.
0: <laughs> Basically, all they need to do to save this operating system is release a patch, a hotfix, a service pack that allows you to use the standard desktop. That's all. All they need to do it and windows it will be perfectly fine because it runs great when i run an application because i did install steam and i saw some games to see how it ran runs perfectly fine but mm. so it, it's the interface is the issue mm. so but uh while we're on the subject of i guess microsoft still and everybody is jared from the mash cast uh because the podcast lasted so long we decided to split into two parts So this is the end of part one. Part two will be out tomorrow morning. So just, you know, check out SoundCloud or your iTunes, uh, however you listen to the podcast, and the podcast should be there. Actually, if you stay away enough, it will be there later on tonight. So, uh, yeah, just check us out tomorrow so you can hear the rest of our end-of-year podcast, the last MASHcast of 2012 going into 2013. All right, see ya.